Hello there, everybody. It's Kim Bob again, giving advice, um, giving unsolicited advice, quite frankly. So yeah, that's my brand. Um, today is the vice presidential debate with Kamala Harris and Mike Pence, who is a weirdo. <laughs> Let's just lay that on the table right away. Uh, first of all, let me introduce myself by saying I am Kim Bob Benny, and uh, thank you for listening to my show. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for supporting. Whatever you can do that bumps me up a little bit, you know, what skin is it off of your nose? You just have to listen or click the button and mute it. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Actually, I do. I hope I get through to some some people or I hope my ideas uh, spark some conversation anyway I was just I'm going back and forth between watching cable news like MSNBC and CNN and yes I do watch those I watch them with a critical ear critical eye Um, I think honestly their biggest crime is they sensationalize and fixate on one story and that one story has been Trump for the past five years basically and I wish they would roll it back a little and do some other stuff. They'll throw in a few seconds on, you know, uh, some well, the Texas Supreme Court decision today to prohibit Houston from offering uh, millions of voters mail-in ballots so that they don't get sick. Because Houston's in Harris County, which is having a terrible time getting the coronavirus contained. And it's sad because... And let's be real here, Houston is having a terrible time because it's the most diverse city, not just in Texas, and that means largest black population, uh, the large cities in Texas, of which there are several. Um, And the black community in Texas is woefully uh, underserved, woefully uh, underrepresented, woefully lacking in investment in the communities and education. It goes on and on and on with Texas. And Greg Abbott makes me sick. I hate the way these guys claim religiosity is the reason for their craven clutching at power. You think it's just people that you don't really have that much concern about, but Do you know more cops have been killed by the coronavirus than have been shot in the line of duty this year? They're not talking a lot about that. Cable news channels could throw in a lot more stories about things like that. And I think it would help their credibility. They're credible, but you do have to vet things that sound like they're just too far-fetched to be true. It's weird. I I started this episode about a week ago and it went from being about uh, continuing to talk about Joe Rogan and him possibly moderating a debate, which (laughs) that's hilarious now. It seemed like it was plausible a week ago, which is weird. I also want to, in some future episode, talk about Joe Rogan's um, commentary on Louis C.K. trying to return to the stage. Also, Joe Rogan and Ben Shapiro, I'd like to talk a lot more about Ben Shapiro because that dude, well, there's a couple of things I heard him say on the Joe Rogan show that I really would like to rebut, (laughs) but not now. Um, Also, I wanted to focus on voting. The, yesterday was the deadline to register to vote. So if you're not registered to vote in 
several states, including mine, which is Texas. I'm sorry, but I think there's a lot of people who are registered to vote, but who don't have valid ID, and especially here in Texas. I've talked to a couple of these people, and um, I actually tried to help one woman who uh, needed valid ID just so she could try to get a different job. She was working in a really crappy restaurant making crappy money. Um, boy, that story is a story in and of itself that I would like to focus on another, in another episode as well. But just the resistance sometimes from people who should vote in their own best interest but don't seem to care. And that's what voter suppression in Texas has succeeded in. They have made it so uh, stressful and difficult and complicated to register and then to vote it does intimidate people. It, it exhausts people and they just think, oh, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do anyway. No, I, I'm coming off just having watched Ibram X. Kendi talk about how to be an anti-racist where he's talking about how if we give all this power to Donald Trump and don't realize the power of the people, the power that the people do have, uh, it just turns pe- pessimistic and that's real easy to do. I do it. Um, it's daunting for me personally. I'm sure it is for everybody else kind of existing in this primordial fourth dimension, fifth dimension hellscape that we seem to be in. <laughs> but all that went went asunder. None of that is relevant anymore because it's been like a whole two days. The end of the week and the beginning of the week saw Trump have corona and then mir- miraculously spring back because of dexamethasone. I think somebody slipped me some because I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty confident. I'm feeling like I could actually uh, convince people to listen to me and subscribe to my podcast here, Roaring Persons. Um, Who knows? Maybe I could. If I could just figure out that one thing to say that would make me go viral and then keep on saying viral things. Hey, I've got a career. Am I right, Joe Rogan? My advice for Kamala Harris is to be the prosecutor that she is. I want to hear her ask Mike Pence this question. Mr. Pence, and don't call him Mr. Vice President, just call him Mr. Pence. There are over 215,000 people who have lost their lives to this virus. How are you okay with that if you are pro-life? And I think the debate would be over. And I have to admit, I get very anxious before these debates, don't even like to watch them. Because I don't like confrontation. It used to be why I didn't like to watch 60 Minutes. It was always like, I don't want to watch that gotcha stuff. I want to watch tonight. And I always say, well, I'm not going to watch. I'll just watch Twitter. um, And get the reactions off Twitter. And kind of sift them through and see what lands as credible. I'd also like Senator Harris to ask Pence, uh, how is erratic and bizarre behavior from the president good for the economy because I hear a significant chunk of Latinos think he's good for the economy but the most erratic stock market uh, we've had in history the most the biggest crash on the stock market we've had in history and yeah it's all come back and he loves to brag about that but you know that's like beating someone close to death and then saying oh look they're coming back that person's never going to be the same again, for one thing, even if they pull out and make it. This country will have a lot of work to do if we figure out how to get 
Trump out. And we are going to figure it out. It just may not be as smooth a timeline as we would hope, but we are going to get him out. We do need to do everything we can to stay positive and focused and determined. We must persist. And I'm going to end there, uh, Make keep this short because I want to get it published on the Anchor app, which makes it really easy for um, a technical, someone technically challenged like me to get this done all by myself since the age of Corona, I can't work with my producer. And speaking of my producer, Tony, he produces my other podcast, which is the Kim Bob Baking Show, which I'm kind of proud of. I only have a few episodes, but check it out if you have a chance. It's more fun. It's about baking. And it's just pure escapism from all this other nonsense and mess and noise and catastrophe. But thanks again for listening to The Roaring Persons Show. I'm Kim Bob Benny, and stay strong, resistors. This has been The Roaring Persons Podcast, hosted by Kim Bob Benny and produced with the Anchor app, available on mobile and on PC at anchor.fm. Thanks again for listening and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Ciao for now.